Welcome to the Millennial Money Show, where you'll learn to gain control of your finances so that you have the freedom to live intentionally. This podcast is dedicated to show you everything that you need to know to take money into your own hands, get ahead in your finances, become debt-free, and grow savings accounts that fund your dreams. I'm your host, Ashley, certified financial coach who's paid off over $140,000 in debt and I've helped others do the same. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to have fun while paying off debt. This is an episode that I will be well-versed in, in paying off over $140,000 in debt, so you don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. Hello, and welcome back to the Money Money Show. I am so thankful that you're here, that you're tuning in and listening. Today, we're going to talk about all things paying off debt and how to have fun in the process. This is something that my husband and I had to learn how to do well together because we started our marriage with over $225,000 in debt. So it's been a journey. (laughs) Paying off our debt has been really overwhelming at times. Um, And when my husband and I started paying off debt, we did, we put everything that we possibly could towards paying off that debt. Literally every penny (laughs) that we could was put towards paying off debt in order to help us accomplish that goal faster of becoming debt-free. What we learned in the process, however, was that we weren't really living. We were just surviving. We weren't having fun in the process. Um, It was causing a lot of, of stress for our marriage. We had a lot of hard money conversations um, and that just sucked. (laughs) Those years when I look back at them and how we were handling our finances, I just think, wow, that was really rough. We learned a lot in that process. And so if I can help you learn what we had to learn the hard way, but for you to learn it the easy way, this is going to be the episode because we had to find that balance and I need you, I want you to find that balance for your life as well because life isn't always about money and we're going to talk a little bit more about that but it's so much more than just money it's also living life we want to make sure that you're intentionally living life and without living then what's the point of life and that sounds a little harsh but if you are pushing and pushing and pushing towards this one goal but you're not having fun in the process what's going to happen when you achieve that goal Because if you think that life is just going to instantly change, it's not. (laughs) It really won't because you have created habits and built upon those habits day after day after day of pushing and hustling and working super hard. And there's some positives to that. But if you are putting aside life in order to accomplish these goals, once you hit that goal, you will then set a new goal because that's how we function as humans and then set aside life to hit that next goal. And so constantly striving and achieving and hustling and working and not resting in the process and not enjoying life will be more hurtful than it will be helpful. I have five tips for you today that we implemented into our life in order to start living life and finding that balance between accomplishing our goals but also enjoying life in the process. And when we started to implement these goals, we actually started to pay off debt faster. The first thing is we created goals. So we knew what we were trying to achieve. We knew that in this process that we wanted to become debt-free. That is the ultimate goal is to become debt-free. And that's what we're working towards. And when you set those goals, then you start to take steps in order to achieve that goal. It's the same if you start to work out. 
If you want to lose weight, you know exactly what you need to do to lose the weight. You need to start eating healthy and exercising. And by setting the goal, by writing it down and being intentional about that goal, you will start to do things to achieve that goal. You will start to watch what you're eating. And yes, you have to be very intentional about this. You have to actually take action in order to achieve those goals. And that's what we did when we set the goal of paying off $225,000 in debt is we said, okay, our goal is to become debt-free. And then we listed out how we were going to do that. We set the goal and then we knew the exact action items that we needed to take in order to achieve that goal. And then we realized that... (laughs) After the rough season of hustling and working so hard to pay off debt, we realized that we actually need to plan for fun. If we don't put fun into our monthly spending plan, then either it will happen because we get so fed up and so frustrated with how slow paying off debt is going that we just give up halfway through the month and say, you know, who cares? But when we actually started to be intentional about having fun, That's, I think, where it really changed is because we knew, okay, we take a vacation every three to four months and there's smaller vacations. We're not doing super extravagant vacations right now. Do we have plans for more extravagant vacations after we pay off debt? 100% yes. But we do have smaller, more affordable vacations that we have planned that are just fun. It's for us to have fun, for us to reconnect as a couple, to just make sure that we're enjoying life in this process. And you need to put fun into your monthly spending plan as well. Because if you plan on having fun, then you're going to have fun. If you put a plan in your budget to have fun, then you're going to do that thing. The third tip that I have for you is to not let money stop you from living your dreams. So I had this idea in my head that I couldn't quit my corporate job because my business wasn't making what my corporate job was making. And I had it in my head that I needed to replace that income and I needed to strive and hustle and I was working 80 hours a week and it was brutal because I was spending the majority of my week working and I wasn't enjoying the process. But once I realized, hey, my business is making X amount of dollars and that's pretty close to what I'm making at my full-time job. Why can't I just quit? And I had to actually reframe it and look at life differently and look at paying off debt differently because yes, I could stay at that job that I wasn't happy in for years and years and years until we paid off debt. And would that have helped us pay off debt faster? Yes, it would have. But what are you giving up in that process? You're giving up living your dreams. You're giving up enjoying life. And so I realized, we realized that I was miserable every single day because I just wasn't happy in my corporate job. And I wanted to run my business full time and work on my business. And I was a couple hundred dollars shy from replacing my income at my corporate job. And that was the small, tiny thing that was holding me back from living my dreams. And so we did, (laughs) I quit my corporate job. We decided that that couple extra hundred dollars, those couple of extra months that we would still be in debt was worth me living my dreams now instead of waiting. And is there a period of time where you should wait to live your dreams? 100%. There will be those seasons that you need to 
work hard in order to make your dreams happen, but you don't need to be stuck in that season. And all it takes is just for you to reframe it slightly and reframe your concept of what you actually want to do in life and then to not let money get in the way. Am I saying that you should rack up the debt and quit your job tomorrow? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying go back to the first step in this process and that's to create goals. So create goals around maybe you want to quit your job. Maybe you want to go on a nice vacation. Maybe, you know, the the list could go on and on and on and on. But don't let money hold you back from living life and living out those dreams because money should be used as a tool in your life and it shouldn't be the ultimate dictator over your life. The fourth tip is to understand that there's more to life than money. For some reason, we get it in our heads that money controls everything and the world revolves around money and that's just not true. Can we use money to buy things? Yes. Do we need money in order to buy food and other things that we need in order to live? Yes. But there is so much more to life than making a massive income at your job and up-leveling to the next career choice or switching jobs from one that you really enjoy to another one simply because you make more money. If you get into that job and you are more miserable, you will just get more miserable. The money, it gets to a point to where the money just isn't worth it. And there's so much more to life than money. Usually when we look at our life, when we look at the things that we actually enjoy, nine times out of ten, they're either free or really affordable. Things like spending time with friends and family, that's free. Things like going outdoors and being out in nature and enjoying your your life, that's free. Getting some sun is free. You can get a tan outside right now as long as it's somewhat sunny out. You can get a nice tan for free. You don't have to be sitting on a beach drinking a Mai Tai with a little umbrella in it and listening to the ocean. Would that be amazing? Yes. But can you get outside and enjoy the sun now? Yes. Could you plan for going on a dreamy vacation like that? Yes. Go back to step number one and create a goal if that is your goal and then start to put money towards achieving that goal. But there's just so much more to life than money. Your life should not be centered around money. It shouldn't be centered around how much more can you make. It shouldn't be centered around how much more stuff you can buy because our society tells us that this stuff and these experiences will make us happier people, which is true, but there's an expiration date on that. When it comes to true happiness and true fulfillment in life, money is taken out of the equation. (laughs) It's removed from the equation because when you research what people regret doing most in their life or not doing, there's, (laughs) I've been oddly fascinated with what people say on their deathbed. And when it comes to what people regret most, there's a list. There's been studies, (laughs) so many studies, lots of research put into this, but This odd fascination is actually really beneficial to you because if you are putting all of your effort, most of your time into making more money so that you can buy more stuff, when you get to the end of your life and look back on it, will you be happy with the results? A Forbes magazine article talks about the 25 biggest regrets in life. So people who get to their deathbed, they have done studies and they've collected this data on the 25 
top common things that people say on their deathbed that they regret. The first one is working so much at the expense of family and friendships. They're working so hard to make money and they regret not spending time with family and friends. Another of the top 25 is worrying about what others thought about them so much. They're letting those worries and those fears dictate how they're living their lives. And we can see this oftentimes when you buy stuff that you can't afford because you're worried about what other people are thinking about you. Another one is living the life that their parents wanted them to live instead of the one that they actually wanted to. That kind of goes back into the the Second one that I mentioned is worrying about what others think of you, but it's actually living the life that your parents wanted to live instead of the one that you actually wanted to live. People wish that they could have been happier more and not taken life so seriously. Another one is they chose the practical job over the one that they really wanted. This is another case of money dictating your happiness. You are allowing money to dictate your happiness if you are choosing the more practical job, the job that makes more money, over the one that you actually want that might make less money. Another one, spending time with kids because they are spending so much time working and not enough time spent with kids. And the list goes on and on and on. So when you get to the end of your life and you look back on your life, (laughs) this might be morbid, but think about it. I want you to say, I did everything that I wanted to do. I lived life how I wanted to live and I have zero regrets. That is the ultimate goal. And I don't want money to be the deciding factor of you achieving happiness or of of accomplishing something that you wanted to do or living out your dreams simply because of money. Because if that is the one roadblock, then you're living like money is your life instead of there's more to life than money. And then the last tip that I have for you is to understand that we are all on our own journey and we shouldn't compare our lives to anyone else. When you compare your life to other people, that's where you start overspending. That's where you start living somebody else's life and not living life how you want to live it. This happens a lot because of advertisements and we're being influenced all the time now on Instagram and TikTok and all these places. And when we start to see how other people are living, then we start to think, oh, we should be living that way. Oh, we should be driving those cars. Oh, we should have that specific makeup. We should be wearing those clothes. We should be going on those extravagant vacations. And that's where you can get into trouble. (laughs) And it can be, the same can be said for seeing other people pay off debt and feeling like you're behind in life or you now have to catch up. But I want that idea, those thoughts to just be set aside or forgotten completely because your life is yours and yours alone. Nobody else can have your life and it's up to you if you want to actually start living it. It is your choice if you want to start living your life or living somebody else's life or trying to live somebody else's life. You can never live somebody else's life, but you can try to and in the process become unhappy in in the fact that you're living somebody else's life instead of your own. And oftentimes when we start to live somebody else's life or try to live somebody else's life, that's where our finances can take a hit. That's when we start to feel dissatisfied with where we're at in life. Basically, I just want you to stay in your own lane. Create goals, put fun into the monthly spending plan, actually plan for having fun. Don't let money stop you from living your dreams, even if that pushes back your timeline of paying off debt or 
of accomplishing that goal by a little bit. Now, I'm not saying that I want you to push your timeline back by five, 10 years. No, I'm saying it's okay to push it back a year or two because we're all on our own journey. I want you to understand that there's more to life than money, that your life should not revolve around money and not to compare your life to anybody else's. You're on your own journey. Nobody else has a journey like yours. Nobody else will ever have a journey like yours because you are unique and your life is meant to be lived uniquely in your way and just be intentional about that. Okay, friends, I hope this episode has really helped you to have fun in the process of paying off debt and to let go of what you should and shouldn't do, but to walk out your plans and live life how you want to live it because that's how you have fun in the process. That's how you live life with intention when you start to let go of all of these other things, that's when you actually start to enjoy life and to have fun in the process and take those small vacations, do those small things because ultimately the grand scheme of it all, it doesn't make that big of a difference. Buying a $4 coffee five days a week at the end of the month, that's not that much money. That's not going to stop you from accomplishing your goals. It might slow you down a little bit, but if that cup of coffee bring so much joy into your life, then buy the dang cup of coffee. Have fun in the process. I'm thankful that you listened. I hope this episode has been really helpful for you. Next week, we're gonna talk about tax returns, which might not sound fun, but I'm gonna make it fun because I'm gonna talk about what you can do to make more money than putting money into the government's right savings account, which it's not that. Let's stop, let's stop seeing the government as a savings account and let's start actually saving and investing our money. So you'll want to tune back in for next week and I can't wait to see you there. Bye friends.